Welcome to Connect to Joy. Your host, Carol DeShane, is an intuitive spiritual guide for practical matters and Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner. Her quest is to help you realize new possibilities, discover and release what holds you back, and enable you to manifest an inspired life filled with joy. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here's your host, Carol DeShane. Welcome, beautiful spirits. Do you make New Year's resolutions? And if you do, how do you come up with them? And even more importantly, of course, do you keep your resolutions? And how far into the new year? Do they become new habits that you keep doing? Or do they go by the wayside after a week or two, or maybe a month or two? Today, let's look at the secrets to how we can stretch our imagination, find things that are actually important enough to us that we want to make the changes, and then how we can fulfill our resolutions long after the beginning of the year. Our plan will look something like this. First, what is a resolution? Why are they important? Deciding what area of your life you want to make the resolutions for. Setting priorities and finding your motivation. How big or small do you want the resolutions to be and how important? How to decide on your resolutions. And 18 ways to keep those resolutions once you set them up. Then we'll wrap the whole thing up. But along the way, I'll be giving you many different secrets to making and keeping the New Year's resolutions. And besides being sprinkled throughout the show, I'll also do an overview towards the end. Let's start, though, with what is a resolution. Basically, it's just a promise to yourself that you'll do something different whenever you make it. And a New Year's resolution is just that, a promise to yourself that you'll do something or make some sort of change starting in the new year, right? It can be a promise to yourself to do something or not to do something. And in order to make a resolution, you need to know what area of your life you want to make changes in. So let's look at an overview of your life. Look first at specific areas of your life. Where do you want to make changes? Is there anything that you want to make or do different in your love life or the way you interact with that person or maybe finding somebody if you don't have a love life? Especially if your first response is, what love life? Maybe you want to make a change in the way you interact with your immediate family or how you interact with your other relatives with your friends or a specific friend. Maybe there are things about your job or how you act with your boss or even how you do your job that you want to make changes to. Maybe you want to adjust your home life, whether it's with the people or you just want to clean more, get rid of the clutter, do repairs, renovate, or maybe you want to redecorate. Do you want to make changes in certain habits that no longer serve you? Or maybe you think it would be better just to do without those habits. What emotions make you uncomfortable and you'd love to change them? Maybe to lessen anger, fear, worry, doubt, I don't know, guilt, or any of those heavier emotions and let more love, joy, peace, or maybe gratitude in your life. Perhaps you want to do more self-care because you don't really do that for yourself. Perhaps you want to lose weight, eat better, sleep better, or just do nicer things for yourself and not be so unkind. Maybe you just want to get a massage or a manicure or a pedicure or whatever floats your boat that really makes you feel good. And that's what you consider self-care. You might want to make a resolution about how you act. 
do you dislike how you act around specific people? Or maybe you let specific people get to you. You know, so you act differently than what you want to act or say things differently than what you want to say. And you're going, why did I do that? Who was that person who said that thing? And you might want to change how you respond in certain situations, whether it's a specific person connected to that or just a certain situation you find yourself in. I know I'm really bad when it comes to parties. Not that I go to any anymore, but when I did, especially when I was doing theater, if I knew everybody, I was comfortable. If I didn't know hardly anybody, I'd stay in the corner and talk to one person or stand there and talk to nobody while a big group talked around me. Those were things I wanted to change. Maybe what you need to make a resolution about is how stressful your life is and how you can accomplish that change. What are things you can do? If you look at each person or situation in your life, what have you been meaning to do? Or what have you been meaning to say? How have you been meaning to change? Those things you keep, oh, yeah, I can't mean to do that. Oh, I thought I should do this. You can also look at old resolutions that you have not really kept, although maybe you kept trying them, those that didn't work, and see why you kept bringing those up. And if maybe there's a grain of truth in those that you really do want to do, but perhaps not quite the way you tried them before. Once you have some sort of idea of the big and small things that you want to make changes on, let's look at setting your priorities and your motivation. If you have both of those intact, you'll have a much easier job keeping your New Year's resolution. And the secret is not only that, but the it without either of those being strong, you don't really stand a chance of sticking with whatever resolutions you want to make. So make sure those resolutions are priorities and that they have some major energy and motivation behind it. Once you've decided on, I don't know, five or so resolutions, look at which ones would change your life. What would your life look like if you followed through on the resolutions and made the changes, whatever that may be? Really delve into this. I love when people visualize in their mind's eye what that life would look like. Do you look different physically? Feel different emotionally? Do you have more self-confidence? Do you act differently to the people around you? Maybe your job improves, or at least your attitude towards your job improves. Does your home life change or your relationships? How does it feel when you visualize that actually being your reality? Who are you in that instance when that reality has happened? If you look at each of the resolutions, see how each one is different and how you feel and how that success of that resolution might impact your life. Who would you become and who would you be if that resolution became a reality? And how does that excite you? Look at how each visualization for each resolution feels. Does it feel good? Does it feel okay? Does it feel like a life-changing, oh my God, I got to do this? If it feels like it's no big deal, do you really need to make a resolution about it? If it's super small, maybe all you need to do is just do it. Or if it's something that you don't think is a big deal, it's not going to impact your life, do you really need to make a resolution? Do you really need to make that change? Only you know about that. Now it's time to make those resolutions. 
How do you do it? Choose up to two resolutions, but only do one at a time. In case you find that one isn't working and you don't really want to do it after all, then you have a second backup. But multitasking resolutions is kind of hard, especially if we usually can't even keep one going for more than a month. You really don't want to have two active at the same time unless they're very, very complementary and kind of synergistic. How big or small do you want your resolutions to be? Do you want it to be life-changing? Or do you want something a little smaller? Do you want to change a habit that may be really difficult to change? Stopping smoking can be really difficult. Or stopping drinking if you drink a lot and you're an alcoholic. Those are huge things. Doesn't mean you can't do them and you can't choose them. But perhaps if you're really bad at keeping resolutions, you want to try something a little smaller. Something that still matters but something that you're ready for right this minute if you're not quite ready to change the bigger habits yet. Choosing something that may seem super important to you, it may shake your confidence when you seem to fail or fall short, and you'll think you can't keep those resolutions and make the changes if you slip up even once. Don't pick one because other people think you should do it or you shouldn't do something. And don't pick on one just because you don't think you'll fail. It has to be more important than that. If there are other reasons and it now has a priority, then go for it. But don't just pick it because you think it's an easy one. If you have one that you've been meaning to do that has kind of a low priority and you choose that, it's also probably not going to work again. But if for some reason that old resolution that you've been meaning to do, that change you'd been meaning to make, has priority now, then by all means, Choose it as a resolution. But make sure the ones you pick have a positive energy for change surrounding them so that when you do that visualization, you've known, yes, this is definitely what I want to do. You have that energy surrounding it that's going to help you move forward. Once you've decided which resolutions, let's go over 18 ways to keep those New Year's resolutions. First, let's be realistic. As I said before, don't make it complicated or an absolutely huge undertaking that you feel like you'll fail before you even start. A little out of your comfort zone is good, but too far out may be asking for failure. Only you know how realistic you're being. Like I said, you can stretch. Just don't be so stretched that you pretty much know you're not going to do it. For example, don't say you want to lose 50 pounds in the first part of the year and get in better shape. If you know you never have time to work out or you really don't want to change your eating habits to that extent, perhaps you're pretty sure you can go for 10 pounds in the first part of the year before a reunion of some sort, but you decide to stretch and go for 20 pounds. Realizing that losing those 50 pounds originally that you wanted to do while you may have wanted to do it, it would be pretty close to impossible. Another example is becoming a vegetarian or a vegan. Doing it cold turkey? Uh-huh. <laughs> it works for some, and I did that myself, but I only stayed that way for two years or so. But to remain a vegetarian or vegan, you may have to start with not eating red meat, for example, or cutting back on your sugar, which isn't actually a vegetarian thing, but that's good altogether. But if you decide, I want to be a vegetarian, I'm just going to stop beef and pork and venison and bison and those kinds of red meat. And then maybe later in the year, you stop eating chicken if it seems to go well with the first part. You kind of get my drift. 
you can also do things cold turkey and just go for it. I know my mom had to go cold turkey on smoking because she had a massive heart attack and they said, you keep smoking, you're going to die. And she went, wait a minute, let me think for a second, because that's how much she loved smoking. But she wanted to be around for more years and she lasted 20 more years thanks to modern medicine and the heart bypass surgery. But it was a choice that she had to make and she had to go cold turkey, although she wasn't real thrilled. But if it's something that you really, really want, you have that choice. Do you go cold turkey or do you do it the kind of little bits at a time way? Now, if it's a larger resolution, try to make a plan and split up your to-dos in smaller chunks so you don't give up before or just after you get started because it seems a massive resolution and you just can't do it. That movie, What About Bob? You may have seen it. And if you haven't, by all means, if you like uh, comedies, absolutely see that movie. And it refers to baby steps. Everything you do is just one step at a time, even if it's a tiny step. Take it if you can. So for example, if your house is a semi-hoarder's disaster, your plan may be to pack up trash, donate, clean up, and organize one room a month, or maybe even one room every three months, as long as you can cut it down into smaller sections for yourself. So if you have three cabinets in a particular room, maybe one month you just do one cabinet or even one drawer if you need to do it in tiny little baby steps. The third thing you can do to help you keep that New Year's resolution is you can find a relative, a friend, or a buddy that you have as an accountability partner, where they're not doing it with you, but you have to check in with someone either daily or weekly about whether you did or didn't do whatever your resolution was. You're much more likely to go forward and actually do it. If you feel uncomfortable about the fact you have to report to someone and tell them, no, I didn't, or no, I didn't do the resolution. I didn't even think about it. I'll do it next week. Well, and then the following week, did you do it? No. Well, after a while, you start going, ah, forget it. I'm not going to be an accountability partner, or you don't have to be one with me. But you may also start feeling like, I feel really bad about this. I need to start doing it because I don't want them to hear that I'm failing. If you know yourself, you'll know if that's one that'll work for you. Another thing is if your resolution is working out, if your resolution is something like working out, walking every day, or something else you can do with another person, enlist that buddy or someone else to do it with. It's more likely that you both will have success if you do it together. The next one is to make sure your resolution or resolutions are important to you and you have motivation to do them. If you don't, you're setting yourself up to fail and it will be much harder to keep those resolutions. The next one is if you've tried the resolution before and failed or come up with some sort of mental roadblock and you're keeping that promise to yourself, talk to a friend, a loved one, a life coach or a therapist to talk through just why you aren't going through with the resolution. It could be a deep-seated belief or fear that you've been carrying around for a long time. And that's the reason you haven't made the change you want to. But be kind to yourself if you come up with one of those deep-seated ones. It might take a little time to come to the other side of even understanding why you haven't done it, let alone then stepping into doing that resolution this time around. If you simply forget to do what you promised you'll do, which I have done, get to the end of the day, you get in bed and you go, oh, I didn't do fill in the blank. I forgot all about it. 
at least you remembered it at the end of the day, but you've gone, oh, shoot, I just forgot again. Oh, well, I'm not getting up now, or it's too late now, or whatever it may be. You can try putting post-it notes wherever you think it will do the most good. In your car, on a mirror, the refrigerator, or even on your pillow are good places. Wherever it will remind you to do or not do what the resolution is about. And if you need to, number eight here is to set an alarm on your phone. For example, if you want to meditate at the same time every day, set an alarm. That will make you stop other things. And if you want to only play around on social media for like a half an hour, then set an alarm to stop when the alarm goes off rather than to start. Of course, you can't just set the alarm and then turn it off without following through on that resolution. I know, because I've done this before, I think... Oh, just another five minutes on this playing my game on my phone. And then I realize it's an hour later, which I know many, many, many people do. And I'm not alone in this one. So remember, you can set an alarm or a timer or whatever you want to do that way. You can also put it on your calendar, blocking off certain times on certain days. If it's sort of a scheduled kind of thing. Like if you want to work out three times a week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 to 8 a.m. or 7 to 8 p.m., put it on your calendar. Block it off. That way, at least you know you haven't done it if you haven't. But if you can set it on your calendar, you're much more likely to make it a habit because you'll see it in front of you. If your resolution is doing something, then don't wait until the end of the day when you're exhausted to do them. Like I said, I would go to bed and totally forget, but it's because I didn't remember it. Sometimes it's because I had too many other things jam-packed in my day and I was too tired. So if I wanted to work out or dance or do something, I'd just be too tired and I'd go, eh, forget it. I'm not going to do it because I might occur to me, but it'll occur to me at 11 at night. And sometimes I still stay up until one, but other times it's like, I'm too tired. I'm just going to sit here and not do what I was said I was going to do. If certain friends or family members aren't supportive or give you a hard time about your resolutions, simply don't talk to them about how you're doing or what you've chosen to do or not do. Don't talk to them about the resolution. Just keep at it and then, if you want to, tell them about six months or a year later. Remember that resolution I made about whatever it was and then tell them of the success you had. Being around what I would call negative Nellies whenever you want to change is a real motivation and mood killer and makes it really tough to keep on track pretty much any time you have a goal. If you let them get to you, that's going to happen. The next one is to really look at the resolution and decide how you want to make it work. Delve into it and see what thoughts pop up. Maybe you have a whole plan form on how to keep that resolution so you can follow it. If you can't figure out how to keep at it, Again, you can talk to a friend or loved one and see if you can't figure it out together. Brainstorming ideas always works better with more than one brain involved. Maybe they'll come up with ideas that you go, oh, God, no. But they might say something and you'll go, oh, well, shoot. Yeah, that's a really good idea. (laughs) I didn't really want to do this resolution. I just said it, but I didn't really want to do it. But yeah, you actually really helped me get excited about it again. And yeah, this really could work if I did that. So brainstorming is a really good idea if you need to. As in life, the next one is to learn as you go along and adapt if you need to make any changes to your plan. If your resolution 
isn't quite working out the way you wanted it to, look at it again and see if you can tweak what you wanted to do or the way of getting to the outcome of the resolution. Adaptability and flexibility, it'll get you a long way in keeping your resolutions and in life in general. If your resolutions has to do with not doing or saying something like not smoking, not complaining, or not swearing, something like that, set up a penalty for yourself. If you have to give a dollar to the person who catches you doing it, you might think before you speak or do something that is against that resolution and that change you wanted to make. On the opposite side of that coin, it's to give yourself a reward when you achieve something and keep that resolution. Try not to make it a food reward if you're losing weight or buying something if you're trying to resolve being a shopaholic, but rewards can definitely be motivating. Also, if your resolution has lots of pieces or is a longer term thing like saving money to go on a vacation or losing weight, then track your progress. Do a chart or something else that will show you how you've really made some headway in keeping that resolution so you don't give up partway through. And if you seem to slip, don't give up. If you get off your path for a day or even a week, just remember why it sounded so good to make that resolution in the first place. Revisit what your life would be like if you kept those resolutions and rev your motivation back up so you can get back on board with the changes you want to make. These are 18 ways that you can keep those New Year's resolutions, but you need to know yourself well enough to know which ones are the most likely to work for you. See which one resonates and work with those first and remember to try one or more of these 18 ways when you get off track or just forget about those resolutions for change. And before we go, I'll briefly go over them once again. So if you want to make a list, you'll be able to do that. Today, we've covered a lot on making New Year's resolutions and how to keep them. We've looked at what a resolution is and why it's important, deciding what area of your life you want to make the resolution in, setting priorities and finding the motivation for the resolutions, how big or small you want to make the resolutions, how important, and how to decide on your resolution, basically making that resolution right now. And then lastly, we also went into 18 ways to keep those resolutions once you set them. Now, here are some of those secrets all in one place. For coming up with a resolution, make sure the resolution is important to you. Make sure you have enough positive energy about the change you want to make that the motivation is there. If the change you want to make the resolution over has bugged you over and over again and you really want to change it, that's a great clue of how important it is to you. Now make sure the resolution is a priority to you so you remember to do it and not so that March shows up and you can't even remember what that resolution was. You want it to be on your mind. When you get up in the morning, you want to be able to go, oh, I got to remember to do this or I got to remember I can't do that. But be realistic enough with what you choose to do, but stretch your expectations just a tad of what you can accomplish. Be open and flexible to something different or better. Adapt your resolution if new ideas or opportunities show up. And if when you visualize your life on the other side of your resolution actually taking place and it's super cool and you can't wait to begin, then you're on a great path. The secrets to keeping your new resolution are really just picking the right one in the first place. With the one that you have that motivation, the priority to make it happen, and the excitement about what would happen on the other side. But 
If you do balk at one point or another with keeping your resolutions, I mean, life does get in the way. Here's a summary of those 18 ways to keep them. If you know yourself well, you'll be able to see which one or two of these will work the best for you and that particular resolution that you've chosen, because the resolution will also have an effect on which one you would choose. So first, as I said, be realistic when you pick your resolution. Second is if it is a larger resolution, make a plan and split up your to-dos in smaller steps, those baby steps. Number three is to find an accountability partner to check in with. And make sure that person is positive, by the way, and very supportive. Number four, find a buddy to do your resolution with, if it makes sense, so you can help each other through it. Five is to make sure your resolution is important and keep your motivation high. Six is to talk to someone if mental roadblocks come up. Seven, use post-it notes to remember your resolution, just in case you keep forgetting it. You can set an alarm on your phone on when to do something or when to stop doing something or a timer, of course. You can put it on your calendar if it's something that can be scheduled. Don't wait until the end of the day to do something that's related to your resolution unless it makes the most sense to do it at the end of the day. For example, if you want to do a gratitude journal and that's your resolution, the end of the day is a great place to do it. But make sure you have it right on top with the pen ready to go. The next one is don't tell unsupportive negative people about your resolutions. Or if you tell them in the first place and they act that way, then don't talk to them about it again until you've worked your way through the resolution. I think I'm to number 12. Make an in-depth plan, if possible, on how to make the resolution work. If you can't make it work, brainstorm with a friend or loved one. Adapt and be flexible if you need to. Set up a penalty, monetary or otherwise, if you do or say something you're trying not to. Give yourself a reward when you achieve something, the opposite side of that. Track your progress. And lastly, just don't give up, even if you get off your path for a day or even a week. Just go back to it and start again. A great way to change your life is to make a promise to yourself at your birthday or at New Year's. A resolution for change to make your life better is really a wonderful thing to give to yourself. Coming up with a good resolution that will both change your life in a positive way and being able to stay on track and actually follow through with those resolutions is huge. But be kind to yourself. Any change can be a little hard, whether it's a habit, a way of reacting, doing or saying something or not doing or saying something, whatever it may be. If you think you failed, don't give up. If you fall off the wagon on your resolution, pick yourself up. As the song says, dust yourself off and start all over again the next day or just right at that moment when you realize you just messed it up. It's okay. Even if a resolution at New Year's is just an excuse to make changes you've been meaning to do for quite some time, it's an excellent excuse. Not that you really need one. And good luck with all of your resolutions. If you need help, let me know. Thank you for joining me here today. If you'd like to know more about intuitive, spiritual, or life or business coaching with me or Marconic's multidimensional energy, please check out my website at connecttojoy.com. That's connect, the number two, joy.com. And follow me on Instagram also at connecttojoy. Until next week, be courageous and reach higher. Just take a breath and take a moment when you need it. Take one step at a time on your journey. Get the help you need and get out there and find your joy, because you deserve it. 
Thank you for listening to Connect to Joy. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast. And subscribe so you never miss an episode. Contact the host, Carol DeShane, with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to become a guest. And remember, transformation is a journey and not an end destination. So be kind to yourself, because you are already enough to have the joyful, limitless life that you desire.